Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. You've heard me for weeks telling you that I'm getting better sleep than I've ever gotten before because of my pillow. My pillow was just awarded the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. My pillow is the world's most comfortable pillow because their patented interlocking fill conforms to my unique shape, resulting in the most restful sleep I've ever had in my life. And my pillow stays cool throughout the night. They guarantee it for 10 full years not to go flat. In addition, you can just throw it in the washer dryer and keep it nice and fresh for years to come. And now a better reason for you to try my pillow 50% off of all products at mypillow.com that includes all sizes of pillows a fabulous bed topper that revolutionized my lovely bride's sleep and everything else 50% off and if you can't check them out online then give them a call the number is 800-506-2641 that's 800-506-2641 1-800-506-2641 and most important of all use the promo code KMC promo code KMC when you call So there's this school in Minneapolis that we're going to talk about today that wants to punish white kids automatically, but only children of color, according to the superintendent's words, uh, based on individual review of the offense. Seems like a massive hypocrisy. Plus, now our president wants to tell the Internet what to do. Like, we don't have other things to worry about. Hi, I'm Kevin McCullough. It's the Kevin McCullough Show. We're taking off right now. Very, uh, very sweet uh, little comment on Facebook over the weekend. Some woman, I forget her name, uh, said uh, there's something to the effect of. Now, now, Brent, you know I'm completely making it up. Uh, no, she said something to the effect of uh, nothing better in the middle of the day than watching Kevin McCullough on television and hearing him on radio. To which I thought to myself, if that's the highlight of your day. We are in a world of trouble. But anyway, I'm grateful for the uh, kind words, uh, nonetheless. Thank you for your very sweet uh, sentiments. And uh, I, I, I just hope that my kids feel that way uh, some days. Just, you know, not even seeing me on TV or, or listening to me on the radio. I just settle for uh, doing what they're told. Uh, that would be a huge uh, first step. Anyway, g- glad you're with us. Brand new week underway. Okay, let's, uh, let's, let's do a little quiz. Uh, we got... Uh, we got what illegal immigration uh, executive action that's just you know waiting to be done? Uh, we've got a lame duck Congress that's coming back to work, and they're gonna they're gonna take up all kinds of things. We don't know if they're gonna play nice or not. Uh, it, it might be that Harry Reid tries to ram through the nomination of the uh, of the newly elected uh, uh, justice um, uh, 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 attorney general. Um, but we will we'll see. Uh, ideally, that shouldn't happen under a lame duck session. Ideally, that should uh, occur when the new Congress is seated in January. Uh, but we'll we'll see if they play nice or not. But we know that they're coming back, and we know that in the last several lame duck Congresses, there's been a little bit of monkey business going on. Little bit of uh, well, I'm on my way out. I have nothing to lose. I'll vote for whatever I want to vote for. Uh, and even though the, the will of the people. Uh, went very specifically in a certain direction last Tuesday. It doesn't seem to stop some of this monkey business from taking place. So they're going to be back at it. We will watch. We will monitor uh, to see if they try to pull any fast ones. 
Uh, but we've got stuff already going on. So we've got we've got the president saying, well, if you guys don't take action by Christmas, I might have to take executive action on illegal immigration. Okay, we we've seen that uh, be explained. Um, we've still got uh, Ebola. You know, we're, we're still trying to get ahead of Ebola. Did you know there may be as many as two thousand Americans working? in the Ebola region right now trying to to stop the epidemic at its source, which I say that is just admirable beyond all belief. That's just wonderful that medical professionals uh, specifically have said, I'm going to dedicate, I I watched 60 Minutes last night, I thought uh, what the guys are doing are just amazing, and they said, you know, if we don't step up and stop it here, then nobody is safe anywhere. And we've already seen to some degree that that's true. Though in America, the, the fear of the outbreak has not really materialized into, into what uh, some people thought it would. Uh, so we got, we got that going on. What else do we have? Uh, well, we've got, we've got uh, the economy. That's still with us. We're still not uh, uh, making uh, headway there. And then we've also got the, uh, the very real threat that uh, that little terror group ISIS is posing in different regions of the world and trying to take over and and so we've got a lot of things on the plate for the Congress and for the president to focus their final few days on here in this uh, year of 2014, in the year of our Lord, 2014. So it just makes sense, right, with all of that on the plate. Uh, it just makes sense that the president would step up and start monkeying around with the net neutrality issue. Right. That, that just that just makes all the sense in the world. Right. Um, President Obama urged the government to adopt tighter regulations on broadband service in an effort to preserve what he calls a free and open Internet. Notice what they did in that little paragraph there. He's urging tighter regulations to preserve a free and open Internet. Now, the main thing some of you may have heard about it in the news at the top of the hour. Uh, the main thing that they that that he's fighting against is people like iTunes and Netflix and uh, Amazon and uh, Hulu and uh, YouTube and all these types of guys. They want to have the opportunity to through uh, you know a, a price that they pay. They want to have the opportunity to free up lanes of faster delivery of internet than the rest of the world. And the the way that the internet currently works, you got you got to it's it's an open marketplace. So the ones that are in control, you have to work with the ones that are contributing the content and you got to work it out and you got to you got to come to some sort of uh, you know, mutually beneficial decision. President Obama doesn't want that. He doesn't want free enterprise on the internet. He doesn't want people to be able to send uh their content down the line uh, at the rates that that they would like to, or have access to, or pay for, or anything else. Have you have you have you already noticed this? We're a Verizon FiOS family, right? So we we get the stuff through the cable, but it, it comes all comes in the one little copper wire that goes into the back of the box, and then that splits off and goes to my web router, and then that splits off and goes to the phone cable, and everything comes through the one piece of broadband and probably over the last six months no less than three times a week i've had messages when i turn on my television uh you know to watch some nfl or something turn on the television boom there's a message from verizon file saying would you like to up upgrade the speed with which you can uh receive your services by and so if you're at uh, 25 megabits they are offering you 50 megabits for ten dollars more but it's twice the speed Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And you know how you can check? There's all these utilities on the internet. You can actually go when I when because I I've bought a couple of those upgrades. So I go to the internet and I type in the little speed test and I do the little speed test and I see oh now I'm getting twice as fast of internet as I got before and I'm paying for that service. I'm paying for that upgrade to get the faster internet so that. You know the 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 TV can can uh, service in one room and the uh, and the and the internet uh, devices uh, you know the the lovely bride's uh, playing her Candy Crush on the uh, on the iPhone in the bedroom and the son's watching uh, Charlie Brown Christmas on his iPad. Well, he usually does that only on a plane, but if he wanted to, he could do that in the dining room. And in the meantime, I've got my my uh, iPad Mini 
my uh, my Mac uh, notebook, and of course uh, NFL on the television, all in the same room, and they're all working fine. But I I'm willing to pay for that to have that access to do that. The president's trying to make the argument to the FCC that that's not right, that you shouldn't have the ability to have some services delivered faster than other services, that, in fact, this should all be controlled by one overarching behemoth Federal Communications Commission that wants to tinker down into your household and say, Nope, you only get 35 megabits per family uh, from each according to their need to each according to their means. Whatever, back and forth. It's the communist approach to Internet is what it is. And he, he disguises it in this weird language to preserve a free and open Internet. Well, what does that sound like? That sounds like an Internet that's free of restrictions from some government bureaucracy regulating uh, the heck out of it. No, no, no. Uh, the free and open Internet, that's what he calls it, uh, should should come about by tighter regulations. Now, does that make any sense to anyone? Well, let me be clear. I may not be president much longer, but while I am, we will see to it that no one has faster Internet than anyone else. It's kind of like uh, Obamacare. We will make sure that everyone has access to abortion, even if they're a man and can never get pregnant, because that would be what was fair to everyone involved. And if we make everyone come to the same conclusion at the same time, we call it fairness for everybody. It's fairness for nobody. Kevin McCullough, KMCRadio at gmail.com. It's the Kevin McCullough Show, and we're glad you're with us. Uh, you, you've heard me in recent days talking about my love for this this new piece of technology that my house has, and uh, I had to go to Washington, D.C. for the Values Voter Summit. Uh, they, they always have it at a really nice hotel, and we took the whole family. So the lovely bride, the two ankle biters are all there with me. Uh, we got the little cot. we got the little pack and play. They're all tucked away. Uh, we get on what uh, I remember. I've stayed at this hotel a hundred times. I remember in the past thinking how nice their bed felt, how nice their pillows felt. And you know what? I didn't feel that way this time. And the reason that is the case is because I have a better situation in my home with the pillow topper from MyPillow.com and the MyPillows. And uh, on the line to tell me why this is all the case is the uh, the chief bottle washer, the founder, the originator, the man who was in search of a good night's sleep, Mike Lindell, president of MyPillow.com. When we were driving back yesterday, the lovely bride turns to me. She says, Kevin, I just can't wait to get back home. Uh, she said, I never believed I would be so addicted to um, the, the bed that we have at home. <laughs> Uh, but she right, said, right. I could not sleep well. She said, my, my joints hurt. The things are not working right. So, Mike, tell me right. why this is the case. We've been on the bed topper and the pillows for a few weeks, but how has it changed right. our life? Well, here's here's why. Um, you know, and I'll quick tell a, a real quick story of me. You know, I was 16 years old uh, back in the 1970s. Uh, it was, I think it was 1977, and I... I uh, my first job was working on a farm, and I would we would get we wouldn't get much sleep at night, and we and, uh, we'd do hard work during the day, and and I wasn't getting the sleep I needed. I knew it was the pillow, and I went out and bought a pillow, a real expensive one, like you slept on this last weekend at that hotel. It was they uh, I was thinking if you spent money on an expensive down pillow, that that would be better for you. When actually, in reality, it's the worst thing you can do uh, for sleep. The pillows go flat, and you end up, uh, sleep is all about keeping your neck straight for you as an individual. And the same problems I had as a teenager, I had throughout my life. I tried every single pillow on the market. I would flip-flop all night. I would use my arm. My arm would go to sleep. I'd wake up in the morning. I'd have a headache or a neck ache. Or I'd feel like I need a nap, or my joints would ache, like your wife said she hers did this last weekend. And so what I did is I, I reverse engineered the pillow. Um, this is my 10-year anniversary now. I've been in business uh, this month coming up here, and uh, we've uh, we've. What I did is I I spent two years of my life developing a pillow and getting a patent on it that would where you could move it and you could set it for the right height and the right softness for you as an individual, so it would keep your neck straight at night. It's all about keeping your neck in the right position for you, so you're at your own individual comfort level, 
and then you get into this great deep REM sleep that's where all your dreams come from and this and and uh and then I went one step further, like you say, with the bipillow bed toppers and I and uh there you get into delta sleep. Your body also needs delta sleep and and all both products are designed to get you great sleep and that's what your sleep's the most important thing to your health there is and and uh, MyPillow is the most important thing to your sleep. Well, Mike Lindell of MyPillow.com, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's one of the reasons I know that you put a 10-year warranty on the MyPillow product. It's also one of the reasons why for the first 60 days, no matter what people think, if they want to return the pillow, you'll you'll take it back. But uh, they're also going to – you're going to give them 50% off. Anything that they purchase from MyPillow just for using my promo code, which is KMC. Here's the phone number, 800-506-2641. 1-800-506-2641, 800-506-2641, off, celebrating being chosen as the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. This is Kevin McCullough. Kevin McCullough is my name. My phone number is 888-589-8840. You want to talk about any of the stuff that we're chatting about today, including my little rule. It's a, it's a new KMCism. Write it down. Anytime someone from the government offers you something for free, if it's trailer hitched to something related to the government, just know that everything they say is a lie and it's 180 degrees opposite of what it's supposed to be. So if he says... Oh, we're going to make free internet even more free and open by regulating it. Just know that they're going to make it more costly, and it's not going to be free and open. It's going to be much more tightly controlled and probably have adverse impact on terms of how you want to use the internet for yourself. Anyway, let's move along. In Minneapolis, according to Breitbart.com today, In Minneapolis, a public school system there has announced a major new district-wide policy for disciplining students. And here's the catch. Any suspension of a non-white student requires the district superintendent's approval. Now that sounds weird, just to start out with, but but let's, let's look at what they say. The Minneapolis public school system has been stung by reports that students of color are 10 times more likely to receive a suspension than white students are. Uh, The Minneapolis school system has an enrollment of over 32,000 students, and 70% are non-white. Seven out of ten are non-white, and they they are ten times, they are ten to one times more likely to receive a suspension. Okay, Uh, school superintendent Bernadia Johnson, a black woman, maintains that she wants to disrupt the current suspension trends. Superintendent Johnson says that her new policy is aimed at forcing local school administrators to deeply probe the reasons for issuing a suspension before that punishment is handed out. She claims that suspensions meted out to minority students were all too often based on behavior that would not have led a suspension for a white student. So starting on Monday, November 10th, that's today, every suspension of a black, Hispanic, or American Indian student that does not involve violent behavior will be reviewed by Johnson's office before being approved. Changing the trajectory for our students of color is a moral and ethical imperative, and our actions must be drastically different to achieve our goal of closing the achievement gap by 2020. Johnson said in a November 7th statement announcing the policy change. All right, I, I need to stop on the step on the brakes there because here's what you've got going on. You have, to use her words, children of color being suspended at a rate of 10 to 1, uh, the number of suspensions that white kids are. Now, mind you, white kids make up only 3 out of every 10 students in the school, so you're already 7 to 1. Uh, or seven to three in terms of ratio of uh, white students in the school uh, district anyway. But so 10 to one are children of color being suspended to white students. Now, she says, starting today, every suspension for a student of color that is nonviolent. Now, I don't know what that would be. 
what would that be? Uh, maybe smoking uh, pot on campus, selling drugs, uh, cursing out your teacher. Um, I don't know. What are the things that you're typically suspended for that aren't violent? I don't remember a lot of kids that weren't violent getting suspended when I was in school, but maybe there were ton- tons of reasons why that happened. Um, now she's saying every white student that would get suspended for that specific reason, they can still be suspended for that specific reason, and no review of the policy is necessary. But if you are uh, Latino, African American, or American Indian, and I'm guessing uh, Asian, uh, Indian, uh, Middle Eastern, whatever, whatever other descent that you might be, if you're a person, quote, of color, then that review must go to the superintendent's office before being approved. So here you have uh, these groups of kids doing the exact same behavior that the white student would get suspended for, but they can't be suspended until that request has been approved by the superintendent's office. The superintendent of a 32,000 school, uh, school child district. So here's, here's what I'm curious about. 888 She says that changing the trajectory for the students is a moral and ethical imperative, whatever that means, and that the actions must be drastically different to achieve the goal of the achievement gap. Now, normally when I hear the word achievement gap, what I'm thinking of is why are the male African-American students averaging a D-minus in the algebra class when all of the Asian girls are averaging uh, an A-plus? So there's, a, a quote, an achievement gap between one group to another group, and so you're trying to get the, the D-plusers to get to B or B-minus or B-plus, and then eventually an A, you're trying to get them to do better. Actually, that's not even what a gap means. An achievement gap means uh, parity. So what you're doing is you're trying to get the, the, the D-plusers to a C-minus, and you're trying to get the A-plusers to a C. Because then there is no gap in achievement. The top students fail more. That doesn't make the bottom students feel so dumb about themselves. What she should be talking about, what every educator should be talking about, and shame on her for not, is not closing the achievement gap. It's trying to get people that aren't achieving to achieve. Now, a closing the achievement gap means nothing. Because, again, you can close that gap by having really smart kids that are doing really well and producing really good grades just start flunking. As long as they're flunking, the achievement gap is closed. The gap is lessened between the groups. What we should be concerned about is getting students that are underperforming to overperforming. You know, it, it wasn't even 20 years ago. We used to teach, like, advanced uh, Latin in, uh, in some of these schools. You know, uh, fourth year of uh, foreign language, and you could you could graduate high school speaking like fluid French or Spanish or other things because the the requirements demanded it, and the students did the work, and then they graduate. Now we're teaching remedial English. We don't even we can't even get our own people speaking our own language to a satisfactory degree while in high school. So I don't I don't buy this achievement gap stuff. And here's the other thing, and this is really troubling to me. I don't get, and I do not understand, what the suspension rate of students has to do with closing the achievement gap. See, their behavior impacts the degree to which they learn. So if they do a lot of bad behavior and they get suspended a lot, Well, they're shooting themselves in the foot when it comes to the achievement gap or trying to achieve better. But that's not the school's fault. That's not the the superintendent's fault. That's That's not the school district's fault. That's the fault of who? The student that can't control themselves. The student that 
behaves poorly. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. You've heard me for weeks telling you that I'm getting better sleep than I've ever gotten before because of my pillow. My pillow was just awarded the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. My pillow is the world's most comfortable pillow because their patented interlocking fill conforms to my unique shape, resulting in the most restful sleep I've ever had in my life. And my pillow stays cool throughout the night. They guarantee it for 10 full years not to go flat. In addition, you can just throw it in the washer dryer and keep it nice and fresh for years to come. And now a better reason for you to try my pillow 50% off of all products at mypillow.com that includes all sizes of pillows a fabulous bed topper that revolutionized my lovely bride's sleep and everything else 50% off and if you can't check them out online then give them a call the number is 800-506-2641 that's 800-506-2641 1-800-506-2641 and most important of all use the promo code KMC promo code KMC when you call Hi, I'm eHarmony.com founder, Dr. Neil Clark Warren. From the very beginning, eHarmony has helped Christians find their perfect soulmate. And I'm so proud to share with you that 565,000 marriages have started on eHarmony.com. Most of those marriages are between two dedicated Christian persons. After years away, I'm back as CEO of eHarmony.com. And I am deeply committed to the importance of maintaining a strong allegiance to everything Christian marriage stands for. Who you marry will have more impact on your happiness than almost any other decision you make. We promise to do everything in our power to help you succeed. Make sure you trust this sacred task to a company that accounts for 438 married members every day. Go to eHarmony.com. And get started today for free. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. And if you're a regular listener to the Kevin McCullough Show, you know that I spent some time in Israel this past spring. When I got back, I realized there are so many people that would like to go see the land of Israel. But I know that it's expensive and times are tough. So one of the things I thought I could do, just because I wanted to, was take some of the 1,000 photos that I took while I was there distilled them to about 400 and put them in a book so that people could see at least what I saw through the lens of my camera. I did not realize what a joy and blessing it was going to be to so many people. That's why we decided to offer it in the ebook format. Yeah, a photo ebook that you can download to your tablet, to your smartphone, or to your computer. And if you would like a copy of the Kevin McCullough photo ebook on his trip to Israel titled From Shiloh to Shalom, all you got to do is send me an email, kmcradio at gmail.com, and request Israel ebook. That's KMC Radio at gmail.com. That's KMC Radio at gmail.com. Do you ever feel like Christmas has been hijacked? Santa got in the car, kicked Jesus out, and was like, rolling, 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 and took and just took it. By all the commercialism and those who want to replace Merry Christmas with happy holidays or season's greetings. You okay? This is not. Christmas is all about. Some want to pull down every manger scene and tell us why our favorite Christmas traditions are wrong. It's like a carjacking, but like of our religion. Isn't it time somebody spoke up? This Christmas season, join Kirk Cameron in his new movie, Saving Christmas. Join me and my family, and together, let's put Christ back into Christmas. Dive headfirst into all of the joy, the dancing, the celebration, the feasting, the imagination, and traditions that glorify the true reason for the season. Saving Christmas in theaters for two weeks only beginning November 14th. Rated PG. Rental guidance suggested. More information available at SavingChristmas.com. Portions of the Kevin McCullough Show brought to you in part by MyPillow.com. Celebrating being named the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. Promo code KMC for 50% off. That's MyPillow.com. Later in this story, she actually says that she wants to reduce 100% of all suspensions for children of color by the year of 2018. Well, now you can do that fairly easily. You can just stop suspending people. But does that accomplish anything? Merely the ending of suspensions. She actually has a, a tailored goal where she wants to be down to, you know, X, X percent next year and the year after that even less and the year after that even less. Eventually, the goal being 2018, zero suspensions. 
But does that really address any of the issues? Does this close the, quote, achievement gap that she's trying to close? Does it help the students learn better to say, you can engage in the same type of behavior that a white student gets suspended for automatically without review, but we're going to review your suspension to see if it's really fair. 888-589-8840. If you've got thoughts on this, I would love to uh, chat with you about it. Uh, let's start uh, with uh, Tyler calling from Texas. Hey, Tyler, welcome. You're on with Kevin McCullough. How's it going, Kevin? I'm a, I am love listening to you, and I wish I could sit right next to you and just do the show with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thank you, sir. Off, I want, not a problem, not a problem. First off, I want to say, how about them Cowboys? And two, uh, I severely broke and smashed my hand. Friday afternoon, so I'm going to try to say this as clearly headed as I can, considering the medication's working on me. Uh, just five years ago, when I was a sophomore in high school, you know, they they tried to play fair, kind of like what they're doing with the school and where in the school district. Uh, I got into a fight, and the person that started it got off scot free, but I got a two week suspension because I was the retaliator, and they said they were that was fair. Does that make sense to you? Well, obviously, I don't know a lot a lot of the facts of your well, situation, but it doesn't well, sound uh, fair on its face, no. No, I mean, I got jumped in the bathroom by three by three guys, and I was able to fight two of them off, but the other one, you know, kicked my butt considering it was a one-on-three fight and everything, but they still uh, got me for suspension for two weeks because I was the retaliator. I was defending myself. <clears throat> So, that's, so why do you so think just, they had a double standard in your case? What was the rationale for it? The rationale for it is maybe because, uh, you know, I broke a sink over one guy's head. And, uh, I, I, I mean, but still, they ran my head through the stall of the bathroom. And, you know, it's still just a double, you know, still just a double standard considering I got jumped in the bathroom and everything. And yeah, I don't know. I mean... I think most of those cases, if, if it came to my office as a, as a school authority, I would be like, uh, suspend them all. Uh, yeah. But so what? So be, that being your background, obviously you have a shaded perspective then on what we're talking about today. Um, yes, sir. Does does ending suspensions uh, do any of the things that this superintendent is trying to do to achieve those other goals? Well, you see, it doesn't make sense. I mean, if you're a failing kid, it's obviously their fault. I mean, not not the school district's fault, but the kids' fault. You know, you shouldn't try you shouldn't try to uh, 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 try to down the standards for a kid that doesn't want to try and better themselves. You know what I mean? The problem with that, Tyler, and I do thank you for your call. The problem with that is that that comes from a mindset of personal responsibility. That comes from a mindset that says, when I wake up in the morning. I have to go out and prove my worth either in my class or on my job, to my family, to the culture around me. I have to be the one that proves the worth of my existence. I have to go out and, and, and produce. We don't have a lot of things in our culture anymore that say that that's the way we should live our lives. We have a lot of things in the culture that say, oh, it's not your fault if you don't produce you're a victim. We'll figure out a way to give you something in exchange for your lack of production. And eventually we then piggyback a whole bunch of people into those programs. And then the, what's left is the people that are producing across the board feel the weight of that. They end up having to pay the price for everybody. And I'm not talking about just wealthy people. I'm talking about the middle class of America. This is part of the problem with Obamacare. This is part of the problem with uh, different areas of government that have come in and said, we're, we're going to equal all of this out. The problem is it's never equal. If producers are still carrying the load for most of the non-producers, how long does it take until you have no more producers left? Great question. In fact, try it in a classroom. Tell everybody you're going to give them the best grade on a test that a student gets and see how long until the entire uh, class fails. Just a little experiment. 
Kevin McCullough, glad you're with us on Facebook.com slash KMC01. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough, and I've got some great news for you. Uh, you've been hearing me for weeks brag about the new quality of sleep I get uh, in each and every night that I now sleep on a thing called my pillow. It's uh, for a lot of scientific uh, scientific reasons as to why that's occurring. Uh, one is they've got this interlocking fill that stays in place and supports your head. Uh, and does it uh, better than down, better than memory foam, better than anything else that's out there because the way it interlocks and works together. It's just better technology. But the other parts of my pillow that are awesome is that that technology has now brought about them some recognition. For instance, they have been named the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. Now, that's like the Food and Drug Administration for uh, your organic broccoli. They're saying this is the best. It's the only pillow endorsed by the National Sleep Foundation. Now, if that means something to you, and I would think it does, then you should take advantage of their incredible celebration. Because for the month of September, Mike at MyPillow told me that they're going to take 50% off everything in the MyPillow store because both their pillow and their bed topper were named the official products of the National Sleep Foundation. Again, only endorsing one product in each category that they uh, list. Now, the bed topper, I've told you about that too. My lovely bride, it's four inches of sheer a wonderfulness on top of our mattress. Uh, she is now expecting our next child, and she had not been sleeping well. We got this bed topper. She began to sleep long and deep every single night. In fact, uh, this uh, holiday weekend, she woke up on one day and said, Oh, man, I can't believe what good sleep I got last night. In fact, uh, uh, the the father-in-law has been over visiting for most of the month of August. He wanted to see his grandbabies. He lives in California. We live in New York. And uh, he, he had had a hard time with sleep apnea and snoring and some other stuff. We gave him a my pillow his second night of his three-week visit. We didn't hear him snore the rest of his visit. In fact, he said, can I take the my pillow home? <laughs> Well, we're going to make sure he gets more than just that because we're going to take advantage of the 50% off sale at MyPillow.com, celebrating the fact that the National Sleep Foundation has named them the products that they will endorse. They also uh, guarantee, they, MyPillow, guarantees their product not to go flat for 10 full years. It's warranted for a decade. I dare you to find a pillow that has that kind of guarantee of performance anywhere else. And for whatever reason, if you just don't like it, don't like the way it looks, whatever, you can return it, no questions asked, the first 60 days that you have it. What do you have to lose? Absolutely nothing. But here's what I need you to do. I need you to call this number and get your MyPillow ordered and take advantage of that 50% off uh, everything in their store. It's 800-506-2641. Now, this is only for the month of September. 800-506-2641, and use promo code KMC for Kevin McCullough when you call. That's 800-506-2641 or MyPillow.com. Max Licato here with a word about joy, reminding you that the Bible tells us to rejoice, to be glad, to lift our voices in song. Now, people often mistake happiness as a synonym for joy. They're not the same. Happiness depends on circumstances. If I get a new car, a raise, or the best golf score I've ever shot, I'm happy. But joy or gladness, oh, that, that comes from within. It's not something transitory or manufactured. <laughs> Remember that little tune from Bye Bye Birdie? Words begin, gray skies are going to clear up, put on a happy face, brush off the clouds and cheer up, put on a happy face. But what if those clouds get darker? And sometimes they do. Remember, Joy is not based on the condition of the clouds in the sky. It's based on the condition of the gift of God to you. That's joy. Sleep Foundation, promo code KMC for 50% off. That's MyPillow.com. Kevin McCullough is my name, and my phone number is 888-589-8840. And we're talking about the educational system in Minneapolis, the uh, school district there. They have made a decision for the Minneapolis public schools to uh, review every suspension being given out if a child is uh, has has violated a rule that uh, is cause for a suspension, uh, if a white child did it, 
that child can be suspended as is. Uh, if it was, if the uh, violation was performed by quote a child of color, and that's the school district's terminology, not mine, uh, then they're saying that uh, that that will be reviewed, and the, and the purpose of this review process is to uh, begin to eliminate suspensions of children in the school system that are children of color. So you can see how this is going to go. Uh, they're just going to start saying, no, that's not valid. And uh, But, you know, little Johnny over here, the white kid, does the same exact thing. He gets an automatic suspension. Uh, little Johnny, the, the black kid over here, uh, he does the same thing. He gets a get-out-of-suspension-free pass. It's an odd way of trying to, quote, close the achievement gap. It's also a very odd way to try to achieve uh, basically uh, colorblind justice, which is not supposed to take into account whether a child is white or brown or black or anything else. 888-589-8840. Your thoughts on this as we uh, continue the discussion. Let's talk to Brian in Texas. Hi, Brian. You're on with Kevin McCullough. Glad you're here. Hey, Kevin. I appreciate your honesty and your conviction. It's, it's sorely needed in these times. Thank you, I got sir. Two points. I got two points, and I and I will say that to the first point, I am the demographic that this uh, superintendent is addressing. I'm a minority. I'm a Hispanic, but I'm not an español. And I was the troublemaker at school. I was always acting up, getting into fights, skipping school. You name it, I'm doing it. So for her to sit there and say that I deserve a free pass because of my color and that it should be reviewed. Because if I was doing little things about skipping school, they said, well, we're going to suspend you. I don't think that's right. And I think that if I were my parents, I would have absolutely protested this superintendent. It's not fair for other students, for somebody like me to have sat in that class, to be uh, disruptive, to be a complete fool in that classroom. I wouldn't have it. And for this superintendent to walk in here and to say, well, children of color are going to be handled differently but the white kid next to me who's acting up is going to get an automatic suspension that's absolutely screwy and i will say that now because i do live in texas and i don't want to make this a left or a right issue but i will say that minnesota's overwhelming liberal liberalism i think that her her agenda and possibly vendetta is Skewed. It's horribly skewed, and whatever persecution she's experienced, she's projecting on an entire school district. No, I think you're exactly right, and I think uh, as much as we don't want to make it a left or right thing, I think that the left and right are separated by certain types of ideas, and one of those ideas that I find core to the separation of left and right is the idea of personal responsibility. Exactly. Personal responsibility for one's behavior, actions, decisions— uh, is one of the most important things we learn as human beings growing up. And the left does not want a person to be held responsible for their own actions. Thank you for the call, Brian. I appreciate your input, and I appreciate your candidness. Uh, Kev, how can you make such a sweeping statement about the left? Because look at the policies that they put forward. Uh, the left wants abortion to be available on demand Nine months out of the pregnancy, why? So that you do not have to live with the consequences of having sexual activity. Um, they want a, a government-based, paid-for vaccine to uh, be supplied for people that have AIDS. Why? Because they don't want people to not have sexual activity that is more likely to give them AIDS. Uh, they don't want... Uh, uh, marriage to be defined as a man and a woman. Why? Because they want people to be able to do whatever they want and not take responsibility for the actions that they take. So if you are a person that is a slacker and you get fired from a job, they support unions which prevent you from being fired for being a slacker on your job. Nearly every policy that the left puts forward has to do with not taking responsibility for your own decisions. It's one of the biggest dividing areas between left and right. And you don't have to be a Republican or a Democrat to understand this. If I walk up to a police officer 
and I beat him in the head, I should go to jail. But to the left, there might be something in my past or in my race or in my home life or in my experiences in this society that might justify my trying to beat down a cop. So someone who violates public authority like that attacks a police officer shouldn't have to go to jail. They should simply be considered a victim of the circumstances that empowered the police department to have such a weird rule over all the rest of us. Friends, every time you hear victimization, that is always code language for not taking responsibility for your own actions. And if we tolerate that as a society, as a culture, long enough, friends, it'll destroy everything that we know to be what we love about life in America today. Maybe you disagree. KMCRadio at gmail.com is my email address. I'll read yours. KMCRadio at gmail.com. Do you ever feel like Christmas has been hijacked? Santa got in the car, kicked Jesus out, and was like, rolling, 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 and took, and just took it. By all the commercialism and those who want to replace Merry Christmas with Happy Holidays or Season's Greetings. You okay? This is not what Christmas is all about. Some want to pull down every manger scene and tell us why our favorite Christmas traditions are wrong. It's like a carjacking, but like of our religion. Isn't it time somebody spoke up? This Christmas season, join Kurt Cameron in his new movie, Saving Christmas. Join me and my family, and together, let's put Christ back into Christmas. Dive headfirst into all of the joy, the dancing, the celebration, the feasting, the imagination, and traditions that glorify the true reason for the season. Saving Christmas in theaters for two weeks only beginning November 14th. Rated PG. Frontal guidance suggested. More information available at savingchristmas.com. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. You've heard me for weeks telling you that I'm getting better sleep than I've ever gotten before because of my pillow. My pillow was just awarded the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. My pillow is the world's most comfortable pillow because their patented interlocking fill conforms to my unique shape, resulting in the most restful sleep I've ever had in my life. And my pillow stays cool throughout the night. They guarantee it for 10 full years not to go flat. In addition, you can just throw it in the washer dryer and keep it nice and fresh for years to come. And now a better reason for you to try my MyPillow, 50% off of all products at MyPillow.com. That includes all sizes of pillows, the fabulous bed topper that revolutionized my lovely bride's sleep, and everything else, 50% off. And if you can't check them out online, then give them a call. The number is 800-506-2641. That's 800-506-2641. 1-800-506-2641. And most important of all, use the promo code KMC. Promo code KMC when you call. Kevin McCullough. You know, my business partner, Stephen Baldwin, has always been invested in his health. He's got a busy schedule, and it hasn't always allowed him to eat very well. But when Stephen came across a technology that turned whole foods into supplements without losing any of the nutrient content, he knew he had to take advantage of it. The result is called This Life Now, a line of supplements named for one of Stephen's favorite scriptures, John 10.10. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. God gives us eternal life, but he also wants to give us abundant life, exactly where we are right now, and This Life Now helps us achieve just that. So we want you to go to the website and try it for yourself. You'll get more whole food nutrients per day. You'll get more energy and better overall health, more time to enjoy the abundance God has provided. Would you get online? thislifenow.net thislifenow.net or 844-592-5433 that's 844-592-5433 providing whole food nutrition in convenient supplement form that's thislifenow.net work hard play hard listen hard the revolution from renew minds Uh, look at the church. When pastors become under the influence of NPR and the New Yorker and uh, other types of uh, liberal-leaning um, uh, influences, and they stop preaching the gospel, suddenly... It's not about you confessing your sin and coming to Jesus totally broken 
and accepting his redemption on your behalf so that you can then go and live a different life and be a different person. No, no, no. Uh, It's about Jesus' love for everybody and how we're just supposed to love everybody and not criticize anybody. And we're not supposed to have morally prudish guidelines by which we live our lives. So it's okay if we have and marry gay couples in our churches. And it's okay if we have young people that are shacking up in high school and in youth group and, you know, and they get an abortion. It's all okay because God's just about loving one another. But there's no personal responsibility for the actions that are taken. He couldn't be more accurate in terms of understanding that this is a major difference in the mindset between places like southern Texas, where he's from, and uh, uber-liberal Minneapolis, Minnesota, where this uh, superintendent is making this policy. Nonetheless, it's important for us, friends, as a culture, to own. Do we believe in personal responsibility or do we not? Is it something that we're going to champion or something that we're going to try to escape the consequence of? And the future of our nation will be dependent upon the answer to that question. 888-589-8840. Let's go to uh, Will in Texas. Will, you're next with Kevin McCullough. Hi. Hey, Will. I mean, hey, Kevin. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. Uh, Thanks for your call. I uh, graduated from the uh, Minneapolis school system, and I want to say you just nailed it right on the head right there. But there's one thing that they're facing over there. They have the largest Somalian population outside of Somalia, and they're coming in majority through the Minneapolis school system. And so they have to fight the culture war with people who do not want to integrate into American values into their own school system. And aside from that, it's isolating the black youth, the Latino youth, and even they have a large uh, Hmong um, population out there as well. Yeah, and, and will I get all of that? I get ethnic influence and stuff. I think one of the things we have to champion is what is American culture about? And are we about being a culture of individual responsibility and the risk and the reward that comes with that? See, if, if we're about individual responsibility, so when somebody takes a risk and they and it pays off and they are successful, they should reap the reward of that. The left says, no, 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 no. You took the risk, but your reward, if you take anything more than what you need, you're, you're being selfish. So you should give everything that you've produced then to someone else. It's very antithetical to any type of biblical understanding, but that's the way uh, the left operates. Let's go to, uh, I'm going to go somewhere besides Texas. Let's go to Kristen in North Carolina. Hi, Kristen. Welcome. You're on with Kevin McCullough. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Sure thing. Um, as a black person, I just find it extremely ridiculous that um, just because of race, people are going to get a free pass for acting up in school. I wouldn't want... If it were me and I was acting bad in school, I wouldn't want to be favored over white people. Just like I wouldn't want white people to be able to get favored over me. I just think it's ridiculous. I'm tired of everything being centered on race. Yeah, it seems like if we're going to be one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all, that we stop doing these types of things. 